Hello, hello, hello. Monday morning. Monday morning when all the possibilities are possible. We are here, David Mustard and Jenny Mustard. And this is the Good Times Podcast. Sure is. Uh, and today we're sitting next to each other again. Do you know what this means? It's the summer setup. Yes. <laughs> summer <laughs> has arrived. People get lazy. Welcome to the summer. Yes. Uh, much less complicated thing when we just have one camera sitting next to each other. Yeah, um, but I'm taking care of everything now, so... <laughs> yeah, that's Less true. complicated for me. More yeah, complicated. More complicated for me. Damn it. Wait, wake up. Damn it. I'm losing it. <laughs> um, but I think that we will just do this over the summer to yeah. have it a little bit more... I feel like it's a little bit more cozy because, you know what? We're sitting next to each other, babe. That is super I can nice. reach out and you are here. Yes. <laughs> Um, speaking of summer, yeah. do you know what happens this week? This is a big one. This, this week is a big is one. This is midsummer or midsummer. Midsummer on Friday. Uh, on Friday, it's the Swedish holiday uh, midsummer uh, mm -hmm. where we sacrifice our elders and uh, what else do they do? Have, have sex with some they sort of burn, bear? They burn people, they dress people in flowers yeah all of that yeah yeah <laughs> um we won't that, we're we're, uh, we're thinking of the movie uh, midsummer, midsummer. The, the horror movie yeah, yeah the horror movie. it's not it's Great not movie. extremely accurate it has <laughs> it has some truth as any good movie it has some truth into <laughs> exactly, it but exactly it's not very i mean also we won't participate in any ritual killings of the elderly because no. we won't actually be in sweden and here they kind of frown upon that uh, the the, uh, the london swedes yeah. uh, facebook group yeah. uh, they uh, they're actually meeting to celebrate midsummer oh. in hyde park on really? friday yeah, yeah do you want to go uh yeah, sure yeah <laughs> great great plan <laughs> yeah let's do it i mean we we will cook so much food there's no way we can schlep and all that up to no. hyde park no 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 yeah no uh, um so so what are we gonna do we will have some friends over mm. intimate cozy midsummer yeah not the drunken you know skinny dipping i don't think no. you, i think they kind of frown upon skin dipping in hyde park as well there's no lakes here. there's no lakes you could go no. to like you can you can swim in Hyde Park. You can swim in um, Hampstead Heath. Where else can mm. which other parks can you actually swim in? The Regent's Park. Can you swim there? I don't know. They have a lake, but I don't. I don't know if you can swim there. They probably frown yeah. upon uh, drunken skinny yeah. dipping anyway. But uh, we are so nostalgic yeah. that we are actually <laughs> uh, on Wednesday this week. So before the, you see this, yeah. We are even going to watch one of Sweden's games in the Euro 2020. It is Euro 2020, even though it's even though it's 2021 now because Lame. they're 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 playing the the uh, Euro Championships. I don't think you have to one explain this. Later. I don't think you have to explain this to the listener. <laughs> Just because you and me are like football illiterates doesn't mean everyone else. No, is. no, no. Yeah. Our audiences, our audiences well, are maybe, not football maybe. fans. So, what, what were you getting at? We're so nostalgic that we're actually tomorrow, Wednesday, gonna watch the Sweden. Who are they playing? Uh, Poland. Sweden Poland game. I know we have a lot of Polish listeners. Oh yeah, who knows? We, do. Yeah. we might have a little beef with you guys now. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure if any of our Polish listeners actually cares about the, football. The, but... the thing is, uh, Sweden is on its way to winning the group uh, that they're playing in in the Euro for one uh, reason only. <laughs> and it's also it's it's super funny because they have the worst 
results uh, they have they have like the worst possession worst passing worst like a bunch of things that they're doing like the stats yeah the stats in mm-hmm. the stats they're mm-hmm. doing worst in basically everything but they're uh, on their way to winning the group For what just reason because that sweden is all about defending basically but it's they're, not they're, like they're, defending they with any type of flair it's basically just, let's put all of our guys yeah. just in front of the goal and hope that no one scores and, and it's like that's been Sweden's tactic for 50 years, yeah. basically. Just yeah. because, like, Sweden usually don't have that much talent up front. So uh, our listeners don't want to... I don't know why we're this. talking about this yeah. at all. Uh, but I want to ask you this. Yeah. Obviously, they're doing that to win. And obviously, mm. this tactic is semi-successful. But people who watch football, I mean, the only reason why these uh, players make money yeah. is because people want to watch football. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, if you play boring football like that there's mm. not like no fun to watch it's yeah. atrocious to watch it isn't like defeating the purpose of making money out of football because it's like do they care more about actually having a salary because people want to go see their games or do they care so much about winning that they're willing to like piss everyone off by playing a very boring chicken game well you know, I mean? uh, you know sweden will always watch sweden and the fans of whatever team will always watch whatever team but even is. like so, like even the swedish population are like really annoyed with the way sweden is playing right no we're all too patriotic no when way it comes to football no everyone way. is too no patriotic way, no like our, I've only our team is the greatest well, anyway, <laughs> anyway we are we are being so nostalgic and like sweden crazy at the moment that we're yeah. gonna watch we're gonna eat Swedish crisps. Yeah, <laughs> you are anyway. Yeah. I might stick to like something. Healthier. I won't have time to go get them. <laughs> you will get something similar then. Yeah. And what else? We're we gonna drink beer, beer or something. <laughs> I think that's it. Swedish beer. I don't know if you can get any Swedish beers here. Uh, otherwise, you can get the, oh, uh, the horrible, Swedish yeah, the horrible are, are very, very, very popular here. Koppabesh yeah. is actually how you pronounce it. Koppabesh. No, it's a koppa base. No, you don't. Pr- the, the G is, the G is something silent. Else. What's that then? <laughs> Isn't that a, like a, a CD collection that came out in the 90s? Copa oh, Bash. maybe. So it's Copa Berry. <laughs> maybe, maybe no, it's not Copa Berry. It's not Copa Berry. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is Copa Berry. Really? <laughs> anyway, Jenny is so sweet and nostalgic now yeah. Come when summer is coming up and we will hopefully be able to go to Sweden as well. Do you know like how Swedish we are at the moment? Uh, tell me about it. So I was going to get to it, but go okay, ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I might have another uh, version of this. Uh, I was going to get to that you have started watching Antique Runda. Yeah, okay, that, that's not it. This is another thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's, it's like this is the Swede- Sweden episode. I yeah. feel like it's going to okay. be like I wonder if anyone is interested at yeah. all in this. But I am a complete druggie for sweet everything Swedish right now. Yeah. So David and I were out on our daily walk. This was um, like one of the days when Sweden had played some other team in the football. I don't know. Oh, yes. So, so we're walking... After the uh, Sweden-Slovakia game. All right. We're walking down the... In the park, like down the path. Mm. And we just... I'm I'm talking about something... I don't even remember. Something quite serious. Because I remember... Like Uh, I was like explaining something like this and this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're quite focused on our conversation. Mm. And then there are these like... Two young boys yeah. sitting on a on a park bench, like quite far away. Yeah. There's no way that they could have heard us talking. I mean, we're speaking in Swedish anyway, so yeah. there's no way they could have heard us because they're quite far away and we're not yeah. like talking loudly because no. obviously we're Swedish, yeah. so we're quite quiet. quiet. Yeah. 
But and still, one of the guys shouts to us like, as soon as soon as we start coming near, he's he shouts at us like, "Smile, you guys! Sweden won their game. One nil against Slovakia." And, and we're like, <laughs> we're like, wait a second, wait a minute. So apparently, we're we're looking so Swedish at the moment that this guy could, like, this British young boy could spot us as Swedes just walking down the street. I, I have no idea how that happened because we weren't dressed in anything that said well. Well, well we weren't dressed in any blue and yellow or like Swedish no, football no, colors no, no, or no, no, anything no. like that. We were just dressed in our usual black uh, suits. But yeah, we would rest both of us completely in black, making us look even paler than we are. (laughs) Maybe. And like, you know, the shapes are quite like, I think we, I I just looked at us and I'm like, yeah, we do kind of look extremely Swedish today, But it's like, how did this young guy know know that? Maybe he's like really into fashion or like Instagram (laughs) or something, follows like a lot of, you know, He was into football, that guy. Yeah, (laughs) you can be into both. The thing is, it's like, we could be, you know, a hu- from a hundred different countries. Like, could we though? Yeah, could no, we? but it's like, it's like obviously you see a white person on the street here, you think it's a British person. Yeah. And then, you know, there's, from any other European country, there are uh, people that could look like us, basically. Well, you're awfully pale, David. Your yeah, eyes are yeah, but awfully still, blue. <laughs> yes, but it's like he just saw us. <laughs> and you're in dressed the in like head to toe black. Not even a detail on you is unblack. And yeah, but we don't have like long whitish blonde hair. Yeah, no, that's when true. I see someone like that, I'm like finish. finish. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But the thing is, since we moved out of Sweden, yeah. so we lived in London, Berlin, now London again, we have been like just becoming extreme experts in spotting Swedish people from 100 meters away. We call them the 100 meter Swedes. We can Mm -hmm. see a person, not because, you know, they're blonde and white and blue eyes, but because Mm -hmm. like the way they dress or the way they're like, and it isn't something, it's the atmosphere around this person. You're like, that's a Swede. And then when they walk closer, you're like, yeah, not Danish, not Norwegian, not Finnish, Swedish. You can spot them. It's weird. That is true. And I, I guess we I, are those 100 re- meters. Recently, Swedes, I've seen a lot of Swedes. I've heard a lot of Swedes when we walk past people. Uh, and I'm like, hmm, that is not a 100 meter Swede. That's true. Yeah. I've also c- come across a couple of unswedish Swedes. Mm-hmm. I think we are probably 100 meter Swedes. What do you say? Uh, Depends on what we're wearing. If we're yeah. a bit toned down. But if we were really dressed up, maybe not so much. No, no. But uh, Jenny has started watching uh, this TV show called uh, Antique Rundan. Yes. It's an uh, antiques roadshow, yeah. basically. Yeah. It's the same concept as antiques roadshow. I'm uh, not sure how long it's been, because I'm sure the British one must be the the, the first, and then Sweden took the idea, like bought the yeah, idea. M- maybe. Because maybe. it's been going on in Sweden for, what did they say, 31 years or something? No, Crazy something like, like, like yeah. that. And, and it's, it's basically uh, antiques experts... Uh, uh, going around to different cities in Sweden, and then when people they're there, stuff. regular people bring their stuff to have it uh, valued. Yeah, valued? yeah, mm. and just like to get to know the history and like what decade is it from or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, I never <laughs> thought, never thought in my life because <laughs> previous to this summer, I have not seen a single episode of this show. It's been there throughout my whole life mm. like as a kid 
well, like it's always been there. And I know people watch it, obviously, because they keep making it. Mm. But I've always been like, I, I never even seen like mm. a, a clip from it. I no. never seen anything of it because like when you were a kid you had the the tv guide magazine you know mm. when you were out <laughs> in the country like it felt the, like it always said uh antiques every night it's <laughs> oh like my, oh no not again. again can i choose something else <laughs> yeah it was always like you it know it was always on. <laughs> on on prime time tv in sweden it was always like antiques and you, when yeah, you were yeah, a kid yeah. and you you wanted oh, it to so be like boring. macgyver yeah. you wanted it to be what else did you want it to be i don't know but well, one of those game shows where they like run and fall on things yeah, yeah like the exactly. gladiators yeah. and stuff instead it was like antiques but now now i get oh, it american gladiators remember that well yeah that was yeah. good which one was your favorite gladiator uh oh what were the names nitro tornado hurricane Loki? i'm just i'm just making stuff was up. it someone like an uh like a nordic god i don't remember that no mm, all right yeah maybe uh anyway uh, they had a Swedish version too. Yes, but that started after we became too old for gladiators. They didn't have like uh, no. They had an old. Uh, they have they have two. They've had two versions of the Swedish one. One old one and one new one. Uh, the Swedish gladiators started mm-hmm. like late nineties, early two thousands. We and weren't too old then. I was too old. All right, maybe. Yeah. You were. Well, you are <laughs> older than me, so. Oh. Also, I did watch like children's TV well into my teens. Yes, I still, I still uh, quite enjoy it. So, uh, I am a reformed woman. Okay, from, from watching Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, I have okay. converted <laughs> onto antiques. And now I want to know everything. Yeah. To the point that I've actually bought a book about like early 20th century London homes, houses, history. Oh, have you? Yeah. Jesus. So I'm learning about like from maybe from the like 1890s up until 1930 that I, I never period took... in london i find that very i am so shocked by myself what's going on me reading a history book about london history so lame I, who I, am i i never took you for uh, a history buff no uh, i'm not is, is it possible for you to have the mic in front of you if you move just slightly down yeah yeah all right sorry guys <laughs> I'm unused to the setup. Is that better? Yes. All right. That is probably better. Um, what is going on with uh, me? <laughs> have, have, I mean, I'm I'm interested in history to the point where I like like reading fiction yeah. that is like you know yeah. written in different yeah. centuries or whatever. But actually reading about oh this is interesting in the in the 19. 19- Tens, they had this type of fireplace in their homes, but in the 1920s they had this type. What's going on? I've, I've never, I've never understood stood the uh, the allure of of uh, history buffs. Basically, uh, I I met uh, a couple that are you know military history buffs that really love you know the Second yeah. World War and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's to I me it, it. it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's, no, I don't uh, get it like uh, of course good to know your history and stuff, but you know. It, getting into the details and stuff like that is not for me at all but i have to say like learning about london now mm. and like um for for instance i just learned that you know when they that when they built hampstead which is like one of the, the big absolutely parts. no the the area oh, the area okay so mm. it, it's like one of the for those of you who don't know london hampstead is like 
one of the absolute maybe the second most expensive area to live in in london more or less like it's one of the crazy expensive places to live in yeah beautiful very very green, beautiful, beautiful houses yeah gorgeous nice gorgeous area yeah. a lot of celebrities everywhere yeah. you know it's very like a healthy wholesome place ricky gervais lives there oh uh, yeah uh, amongst he, he might not be the most wholesome thing about hamster though <laughs> anyway he said that he doesn't want kids because he doesn't want a hamster cunt yeah <laughs> uh that's quite funny yeah. but uh, anyway so i just learned from this book for example that the area of hamstead yeah. was built by this philanthropist uh, woman yeah uh who she was she had inherited a, like some kind of beauty empire or something okay. i don't know yeah uh, i don't remember her name or anything sorry this is mm. a bad history lesson but the fun thing is mm. like she uh used this money from the foundation like the hampstead garden foundation or something mm. she called it to build all these houses and they were meant to deal with the crisis housing crisis for working class because the working class lived in such extremely horrible um conditions so she was like i'm gonna build these gorgeous houses it's gonna be parks everywhere there's gonna be communal areas everywhere it's gonna be so gorgeous and the working class will finally have like nice homes uh, and just the extreme irony of that yeah of like that area that was built with foundation money by a philanthropist to, to help working class is now the home of Ricky Gervais would be Hampstead Heath cunt son. <laughs> yeah, it's like ironic. Yeah. In, the, so, can the, you understand how like, I find it a little it, bit interesting to learn yeah. about like the city you live in? Uh, um, you can't get a uh, even a, a terraced house uh, uh, in 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 Hampstead for less than two million yeah, pounds. Yeah, it's just like, it's crazy for for a, a tiny one. Yeah, like a, yeah small two-bedroom house yeah. basically i feel like you have to have to live comfortably in Hampstead. you have to have at least like four million pounds probably not no you know you can probably get something cheaper than that but it's uh, you can get a flat uh that's that's uh yeah that's two million or something yeah it's 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 insane the prices yeah. I, I, if, but Crazy. i guess that happens all over the world like um in sweden as well uh there are there you, aren't it, two million pounds no, flats in no, Sweden. No, 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 I'm not saying that. But like in the posh areas of of Stockholm, yeah, they during the 50s, 60s, and 70s, they built these houses for for working class uh, cheaper apartments that now, then yeah. transformed into uh, super cool bostadsrätt. Uh, like if the, where you own instead of renting. A, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah uh so, so that's and they're now super expensive yeah, super and expensive. you don't rent them and uh, you buy them instead yeah, yeah. And yeah so that obviously happens all over the world uh, anyway back yes. to uh antikrundan antiques roadshow yes do you know why i like it because swedes are so awkward well i mean that's part of it but it's more the i feel like there's something about that show which is like it's such a complete lack of drama like there's zero drama. It's kind of like you know Great British Bake Off, for mm. example. Like the the drama is that will she drop her cake or yeah. not? Will it fall? You know that, yeah. that like it's it's not like will they fight? Will they throw something in each other's faces or those can? Mm. There's no like interhuman drama. Mm. It's only human to item drama. Mm. Yeah, and it's the same in this antique uh, roadshow. Yeah. program that is like the drama is like is it worth anything or will they drop the thing because yeah. the wind flies in whatever yeah 
that's the only drama, and that drama is, you know, to be honest, it's, it's quite slim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what I what I love about it is that when the expert is valuing this you know glass vase for example and then the expert goes like and you know what this vase is worth 500 pounds and they look at the mm. the person who owns it mm. who's usually like well maybe somewhere in their 70s you y- know yes a lot of the people who are yeah, there, yeah 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 and they've been holding yeah. on to this vase since the 50s you know <laughs> oh, they haven't they're, they're fa- it's gone uh, it's been uh, for generations yeah. it's been inherited and no one knows if, if it's worth keeping it because <laughs> yes. no one knows this. so it's like okay it's worth 500 pounds which is yeah. like yeah that's a lot for a for a vase but it's not like a fortune either so it's kind yeah. of like in those in, because in every, everyone sums. that goes there probably hopes I hope they're going to say a million. Yeah. I hope they're going to say I a million. I mean, a million kroner, not a million <laughs> yeah, pounds. A hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, or even hoping that they will say, you know, 5,000 pounds. Yeah, yeah. But so, anyway, anyway, yeah. so when the expert says, and it's worth 500 pounds, mm. the camera zones in on this person, right? Yeah. And the thing is why I love it so much is because then this most Swedish thing ever happens, mm. and it gives me such sweet nostalgia, yeah. is that the person goes, oh, Okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice. And you, <laughs> here's the real game of this no, show. No matter why it, this is yeah, a game okay, show. Yeah. Is it because now it's down to us as the viewer <laughs> to figure out is this person pleased? Yeah. Disappointed? Yeah. Or not bothered? Yeah. And there's no way to interpret this person's face because there's, they're so Swedish that they just like react without like even a slither of emotion there's no way of knowing basically so it's like is is this person politely pleased but but truly disappointed is this person over the moon but trying to be cool like there's there's so many layers to like swedish swedish trying to like not not show too many emotions yeah not to be overbearing it's it's kind of like when we watch uh, terrace house uh you know, it's it's a language that we don't understand at all, mm. Japanese, mm. and it's a culture that's different from uh, what we're used to, and they're very reserved and they don't show a lot of emotions. And then the uh, you basically sit there and you just read the subtitles and check their faces and try like, to understand what does this mean? Yeah. What, what do they mean by this? Is she is, angry is now? Is she angry? Is she happy? What what's going on? Is that's, she ashamed? That's the same thing with Antiques Roadshow, but we still understand what they're saying, but we still have to <laughs> it's like, our language, what they're saying. It's our culture, and we still don't fucking understand them. <laughs> and Everyone's like, it doesn't matter if it's worth, you know, fifty pounds or a hundred thousand. People are like, oh, okay. Yeah. And they're always saying like, <laughs> yes, well, it's still the value is still the affection we have for the piece. And there is no way that we will sell it. <laughs> and 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 I think why I love this so much yeah. is because it, it is, in a way, I can't tell if it's heartwarming mm. or heartbreaking. No. Like both you and me, David, when we watch this show, we tear up. Like we, we choke up because of just the... People, people have stories about their things and it's about their parents and it's about yeah. you know, things that happen. And it's, some it's people very... get really proud that they have mm. something. Like if the expert is like, wow, mm. it's such a, an honor for me to see this. Mm. It's so unusual. It's so beautiful. And you can tell that the person takes, even though it's a thing, mm. 
It's not them. They still take pride of my thing that I that my dad got from his friend and has now been passed down to me. That has some value. That is a beautiful thing. And and people become like you can tell that even though they don't show it, you can tell like yeah. oh, it's just just a layer of like you know the blank the Swedish blankness. Yeah, like they, they, just covering all these emotions. Yeah. And it's something about the Swedish culture which makes me choke up. And it's like, it's it's so poor. <laughs> like the, the emotional life is just what you can show other people. Yeah. It's just so poor. Yeah. So it becomes like heartwarming to like even yeah. the slightest emotion that peeks through becomes like, oh, it's really big. It really then. gets yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Terrace House. It's kind of yeah, like yeah. Terrace House. Yeah. Uh, can I are, are you done with the antiques roadshow? Yeah, I think so. Uh I, we we have recently started looking for for flats and houses around Lon- London as, yeah, as we yeah, ha- yeah. as we have said. And not not in Hampstead though. No, that's that's out of the budget. That's out of the budget. Yeah. But but we are um uh we we're currently, you know, you have to contact so many people you have to have a mortgage broker, you have to have a solicitor and need to ha- and a solicitor is a lawyer. Yeah, in British yeah. words. Yeah. So uh, and um, estate agent, estate agent, like it's a bunch of people involved so, in this. Yeah, there's so many people involved. Yeah. Involved. So we we talked to a solicitor. Uh, great, and it's like, how do you do? I know if it's a great uh, solicitor or not. We, no you know, idea. You, you check uh, online um, reviews, reviews yeah. and this one had really good reviews. So yeah. I'm guessing it's good. Hopefully, but. They sent their agreement to us, like the contract, and it's seventy-four pages. I mean, like I mean, not to not to buy a house, just to, to hire them yeah, for the paperwork. If we eventually, if we eventually get buy a something, house, yeah. And it's seventy-four pages, the agreement. And as soon as we saw it, we're like, "Well, we're." gonna need a solicitor to look through this because Th- that's <laughs> what that was exactly my, like my first when i saw this agreement that was my first instinct like oh we need to hire someone to look over this yeah. i was like no wait they are our solicitors yeah. they are the people who should be looking the, over this for yeah, us because if, if i but get they are more complicated than anything even if if you and me sit down go through 74 pages of law talk yeah we won't get we, it we won't even if we get it this agreement is made not in our favor. No, it is made in so the favor. So even if we're of... like, okay, so this means that uh, they won't charge any legal fee from us if the if you know if the deal would fall through with the house buying or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they, no, no, no. So we're like, okay, that means that that means that they won't no charge deal, us any no money. Fee yeah, or but no, like they put in like no legal fee, but they can still charge us for you know embarrassments and shit. So it's like. You know oh, that so, they... so what they're saying to us is a lie. Yeah. So, so I, I'm they're scamming like, us. Our yeah, own exactly. solicitors are just by default yeah. by sending out this contract are I, scamming us. Yeah. So, so it's like. So who do you I, go to? I, I, I found another this... solicitor to look I, at that I, I, with I their know. own seventy-four page like, contract. If it, it feels like this whole industry around because ev- everyone also says I don't know it might be the same in other countries as well but a lot of people say. It's so so difficult to buy something in the UK. It's yeah. it's like it's it's such a headache. It gives me Germany vibes with all the bureaucracy going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Here. It's it's like it's it's a real nightmare. That's what everyone says. Yeah. Um but um what was I gonna say? Um yeah, oh yeah. I, it feels like 
everyone on the way there is trying to kind of scam you. Not scam you straight out. It's just like, you know... They won't tell you the truth. They won't tell you the truth. They won't be straight with you. And, And it's like... It feels like everyone in this industry, which should be super straightforward, everyone in this industry seems to be, you know, when you go uh, to the shop and there's people, uh, you know, that have a table outside the shop and they're selling mobile phone uh, contracts or, uh, you know, change your electricity and and you will have a lower bill or, or something like that. And these people are... You know, super it's, sellers. It's, it's they're super sellers, yeah. and it's all about. Well, the thing is, it's about scamming the customer. Yeah, it, it, not right out, but it is about. But scamming they go the customer, after like basically. senior yeah, people, exactly. and they yeah they 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 try to 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 get people who don't like know a lot about technology and stuff, just so that they can yeah you just know, sign here stuff. and you yeah. will have a better contract Oof. in whatever way. Uh, and it's, it seems like this this is a, a thing like that, because it's like. Yeah, the the seventy four page agreement won't do anything for us. No, it, it, no, it's just made up. It doesn't even to, matter to, if to we if we read it and understand it because like no, if if we say no, we don't agree with this. They're like, well, I mean, go that's, that's it. Then. Like when we work with clients, we we get like contracts from clients that we work with for like you know big brands, sp- spons- stuff. Yeah, sponsored yeah. stuff. Yeah, we're so used to like it being you know one page two page maybe three page document we understand everything we know what to look for and we point out like no scratch that and they go like sure okay we'll scratch that and then they send us a new Mm. contract like we decide the contract more or less here is like either this or we start over finding a new solicitor and then the same thing will happen again Mm. i feel like we are so powerless in Mm. the situation like we just have to kind of you know keep our fingers crossed and you know keep our eyes shut yeah and hope we will survive to eventually one day in the future exactly. own a house because yeah. it seems like impossible. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you are a solicitor in the UK... Who is, <laughs> who is not scammy and does not come with a 74-page contract, get in touch. Get in touch with us. Yeah. Um, uh, there was something more I wanted to say about that. Now, let, let's let's cut to break. I All think. right. Yeah. Let's, let's have a little break. break. Yes. A big thank you to Poshmark for sponsoring us today. Yes, thank you. Listeners of our podcast will get $10 off your first purchase. Uh, just enter the invite code MUSTARDSPOD when you sign up. That's invite code MUSTARDSPOD. So just download the app and get started. You can get Lululemon, Nike, Louis Vuitton for up to 70% off. What what brand would you buy? I mean, one thing that people won't be getting, mm. but I know our own listeners and viewers are really wanting to get their hands on. Yeah. It's this sweater. Oh, yes. Every time I wear this sweater, I get so many questions where it's from. And it's like, I am not selling it. I'm <laughs> You're never not selling, selling it on Poshmark. I'm never selling okay. it. Uh, uh, what a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> There's tons of lightly used or brand new items with tags on Poshmark. Shop for your next event or vacation on Poshmark. Shipping is so fast. The app is so easy to use. Just download the app and get started. And you can get $10 of your first purchase. Just enter the invite code MUSTARDSPOD when you sign up. That's invite code MUSTARDSPOD. So sustainable. Yeah. So good for your wallet. Yeah. It's like, I always feel like buying pre-owned is the most guilt-free shopping you can do. Definitely. So check Love out Poshmark. Poshmark. Links below. So exciting. Thank, thank you so you. much, Poshmark. Thanks. Also... You guys know we have to thank our Patreon. Yes, thank you to all our, our patrons over on Patreon. You make this show happen. Yeah. And as you can see here, you, 
you can get the sticker over on Patreon oh. if you sign up. The sticker right here on my on my laptop. What about this one? The coffee cup. You can get that as well. That's a beauty. That is a beauty. Yeah. And we have t-shirts and everything as well. And there's uh, lively discussions going on in the Discord as well. Bonus so. material as Bonus well. Bonus material as yeah. well. So it's all a lovely that, place. That lovely place. Yes. Thank you for being with us yet another month. You are the greatest. I always love it when David and I do our like monthly, you know, income budget spreadsheet thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like you fill in all the money you've made on different things, and then David is like, "Don't forget Patreon." It's no, always the last yeah, one we put in, yeah. and it's always just like, "This oh, yeah. is just a fucking treat." Like, yeah. how nice is it yeah. that people support us this way, and we get to fill in that lovely sum of money in oh, our yeah. spreadsheet every it month? Lovely. Thank you so yeah, much, guys. Thank you, guys. And You're the best. Back to the show. Back to the show. And we're back. We are back. Uh, one thing yeah. that is becoming painfully obvious now that we are sitting next to each other instead of the multi-camera setup yeah. in the video is that one issue we have whenever we're in the shot together yeah. is that you are so pink and I am so yellow. We have completely different skin tones. I didn't know I was yellow until I met you. Uh, and David, just the, the you, you are I like a pig. I didn't know I, I was pink before we started filming me. The, so the other week we wake up, it's like Sunday morning, the sun is shining in, it's a beautiful morning and yeah. we're just li- laying in bed, cuddling and we're holding hands yeah. and just talking about, you know, sweet morning stuff when yeah. you're still like so tired. Yeah. And David is like, because we're holding hands and, and David like looks at my hand compared to his pink hand and going like, Jenny what's wrong with your hand? And I look at it and it does look very yellow. David's like, wait a second. And then he t- picks up his phone. This is like, as soon as we wake up on a Sunday morning, Yeah. he picks up his phone and then 30 seconds later, he's like, Jenny, I think you have something wrong with your liver. And I'm like, what? Like, you, he's like, yeah, you, you become really yellow when you have an issue with your liver. We Like, I, th- I think there might be something wrong with you. And I'm like, I'm not that yellow, am I? Like, harmed harmed yeah, liver, liver. <laughs> yeah yellow i'm like david this is really mean out of you you're like yeah maybe i maybe i exaggerated sorry yeah. but then the rest of the day is completely ruined by me just walking around looking at my own skin going like maybe there's something up with my liver yeah then coincidentally yeah a couple of weeks after that mm-hmm. i go to the doctor for a completely unrelated issue mm-hmm. and they do just the standard blood tests yeah. where they check you know a bunch yeah. of different stuff and then when he calls me the doctor uh, the week after to go through my results yeah he's like yeah blood work is fine your kidneys are fine liver value is fine i'm like Ka-ding! <laughs> oh yeah liver value is like... fine suck on it <laughs> david you hater fear monger <laughs> i'm just yellow it's just the way i am that's just the way you love are. it or leave it you know what? Mm. Uh, do you remember uh, in the early 2000s, there was a movie called uh, My Date with Drew? Uh, the, it rings a bell, but uh, I'm thinking of that Drew Barrymore movie, Fifty First Dates. Okay, that's not it. My Date with Drew. I'm just going to check the exact year for it. Uh, I I recognize the name. It came out in 2004. It's a documentary about a guy who went, who was trying to get a date with Drew Barrymore. So it is kind of like 51st Dates, and in a way. Uh, He's trying to get a first date with <laughs> Drew Barrymore. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think this could be made today. Okay. Uh, tell, tell us about it. What's going on? No, but this is a, this is a, a movie. Oh, sorry. I just need to 
get this. Uh, this is a movie about a guy who's... It's in 2004. It says released 2007 here. That's really weird. Because it says 2004 on IMDb. I don't know. Uh, anyway, this is... We, we watched the documentary when it came out. I have zero recollection of this. Uh, it's... Uh, I'll, I'll show you the, the trailer here. All right, yeah. Uh, so everyone can see the same thing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. He's got one man's dream. He's got 30 days to to get through Barrymore. My name is Brian and this is my quest. I have 30 days to get one date with Drew Barrymore. No point, Drew. Check it. So here's the deal. I'm 27 years old, no job, no money, no girlfriend. So 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 he's he's <laughs> a loser that lives in his mom's base, basement and and he tries to get a a date with Drew Barrymore. Well, you don't well, remember well, this Why does he have 30 days? What's going to happen after 30 days? Oh, just because it's an interesting documentary then, I'm guessing. All right. Uh, I'm going to see if there's anything else here. In- I recently won $1,100 in a game show. Go! Okay, this is America's Sweetheart. She's amazing. Um, and you'll never guess what the winning answer was. Oh, so I finally realized it's time for me to face my fears and try to get a date with Drew. There's oh just God. one problem. She has no idea who I am. Oh, what a shocker that she doesn't know who you are, Joe Schmo. So let me show you this on Letterboxd, the, the reviews for this movie, what All people right. are seeing, saying about this, this movie. Uh, uh, one person is saying, an annoying dickhead stalks Drew Barrymore for 30 days for a documentary until she's forced to go on a date with him because A, it's good PR, and B, she has been guilted into it because his story had gone viral. Oof, yeah. Uh, another person is saying this is a horror film. This is Hitchcockian. <laughs> this man is a creepazoid to the max. He hires. It could an... actually be a horror. F- it would yeah, be yeah, a good horror oh, film, definitely. wouldn't it? There has been horror films made with similar subjects about stalkers. It would be cool to make a horror film where the the <laughs> the target is actually playing herself. Like Drew Barrymore was oh, playing yeah. Drew Barrymore. In a horror, that yeah, would be cool. Bad idea, but cool. Yeah. Um, what a what a fucking creep! I went into this thinking it'd be a romantic comedy. It's a documentary film then produced by a guy who had an obsessive crush on Drew Barrymore for thirty one years and his two friends. What a fucking creep! Oh my god! Another person People says, harsh. Uh, "Why does this guy he thinks he's owed a date with Drew Barrymore?" Yes, uh, I think that's the that's the real question the, here. Like, whole, why does he think that this? should happen yeah the whole show is him stalking her and nagging everyone around her for a date for the purpose of entertainment yeah okay so i don't think it's for the purpose of entertainment that i don't think he cares about this being entertaining oh he he thinks he hopes he's he's gonna get with her yeah uh so and also just like uh, uh he hopes this will make his career like the the of course it's the strategy to write on someone else's name for a bit yes and you know um uh, one would, would someone ever watch a documentary about this guy if it didn't involve Drew Barrymore? No, of course not. Yeah. Uh, so this is a, a thing that has become more and more popular recently with the emergence of YouTube, for example. Uh-huh. Uh, in the in the um, in uh, you know Michael Moore's uh, Roger and Me uh, from late eighties. It's about him trying to get a meeting and an interview with uh, Roger, who's the owner of General Motors. I don't, I don't remember something like that. Um, so he goes around and tries to like because he wants to confront him about you know 
the shit he's done in stuff, the world, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and then there's this my date with drew but now on youtube there is more and more like i'm gonna i'm gonna you, uh, there's even like a, a a theme that's i'm gonna contact uh, i'm gonna instagram dm celebrities and see who writes reply. back yeah and it's like uh, it's pretty harmless uh, but then it's like if they don't reply i'm gonna troll them and be mean to them about it until they block me because then at least i can say oh i was blocked by oh yeah, yeah. like a but, badge but, of honors but there, of? there's there's um there's, but then a, another... there's a lot of people who do like uh you know sneaking into this and that boxing match and stuff like that as oh, well right. it's not the same thing but, but what about like people uh making like really mean dramatic videos hoping that the youtuber that they're talking about will make a response video that's another genre in this, isn't it? Oh, this is trying to write on someone else's name. True. Because what I'm, yeah, because what some, I'm thinking some about do like, uh, fifty videos about a person, yeah. and when that person finally. finally answers and says, "Like Jesus Christ, this person is crazy," they're like, "You're obsessed with me." Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a thing. It's it's a thing. That's but, a thing. But but it's it, it's it's never. I, I I don't know if I've seen this this kind of thing where it's like they're f- because some some things uh, this this is about forcing a woman into dating a man well i'm wondering mm. if this guy is thinking what like why he isn't feels entitled or mm. like why people when we watch this movie we feel like he should get the date why we're rooting for him yeah. is it like you know male privilege like male or males are entitled to females always yeah like to f- the f- males are always entitled to females attention yeah or is it like the regular guy um, is entitled to celebrities? Because I feel oh, like, okay, you know, yeah. celebrities, people feel like they own them. Like yes. we have a right to know about their personal lives. We have a I, right to ask them stuff. We have a right to put them, you know, up against the wall. Like you, you should like talk about your childhood or blah 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 like we have a right to their whole life i i uh, stumbled across a tiktok uh, account the other day that was just celebrities confronting paparazzis all right and like the top comments on all of these videos are like well uh of course you deserve it you're a celebrity yeah. of course we oh they, they actually say we own you yeah. because you're a celebrity. So it comes with the territory yeah. that someone is, you know, stalking you yeah. when you're walking your dog, basically. Yeah, like um, filming inside of your house with a drone and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so it's um, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, and I, I there, I think there's a large part of the population that think it's totally okay. Basically, it's kind of because yeah. it's like it's a, the price you pay for stardom. Yeah, and it's all, all it's also like who do you think you are? Yeah. yeah that's oh, that's feeling. mean. That's um, really mean. And but I don't. I do agree that I don't think that. I think that this movie could very very well be made today. I just don't think that it would get backing from any like big companies. Th- this this would probably be out on uh, as a YouTube video today, and people would say, "What the fuck? This is so creepy." But what about like Netflix? Because they put up a bunch of weird documentaries that like really shouldn't be aired. You know, like very kind of netflix yeah like fringe political stuff with that aren't like really true and amazon does that doesn't netflix do that as well uh no like i i'm thinking about like you know far right-wing conspiracy documentaries they they're all on amazon 
but Netflix never gets that kind of thing. All right. Well, or if you've seen something that no, I'm just thinking more seen. of like uh, you know um, these kind of health documentaries or stuff with with just like you know oh, yeah, atrocious yeah, yeah. fact checking uh, and yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. But. But that's not political that's, in the same way. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, but on uh, Amazon, you, you're saying that this would definitely be up. But you don't think this would be up on Netflix today, uh, if it was made today? I, I, I don't think so. Uh, no, I, I, I just think if, if this came out, if, if someone pitched this today, yeah. every studio, every uh, backer would probably say, uh, there would be someone around them that said, I don't think this is a good PR move. Do you I, I think, think that this today is a, a stalker move if, that if you shouldn't this, if, be made? Because then a hundred other people will also do that about other celebrities. But if they did it today yeah. with some celebrity, whoever, yeah. do you think that she would feel more okay to say no today than in 2004? Um, would, it, would it be more difficult to coerce someone to actually go on this date today because it's I more okay to say like, no, this isn't... Like, I think a lot of people do it more often today, uh, you know, trying to bait people on Twitter or whatever to debate or to, you know, they, they, I think people reach out more. I mean, to or, or just like the like the most stalky har- way, but yeah. also just like the most harmless, unstocky thing is like you know when when people send us DMs like, oh, it's my wife's birthday, can you send her a, a birthday message or like, yeah. oh it's my graduation day can you say hi you know stuff yeah. like like that is like you know trying to get like a personal greeting yeah. or congratulations yeah, but that, or something. that's nice yeah i mean like yeah. but it's still like this in the same way of like reaching out like people feel more comfortable reaching out today i think to oh yeah well people public. are closer to, yeah. to public people yeah um yeah uh, people stalk other people on twitter until they have to block them but I, I, want, I wonder with like the Drew Barrymore situation back in 2004, mm. like this is pre what more or less all social media the, in that sense. Oh, yeah. So it's like, had she ever been through this before? Is this like the first? Do you know what I mean? Like, because now obviously people reach out all the time to all celebrities. So they're like inundated and then they get like, you know, practiced in how to react to that sort of thing but maybe this was like the first time she had like been in the situation where someone with a camera is like gonna date with me gonna date with me wasn't there a lot of stalkers uh or is is, you you've always heard about stalkers breaking into celebrity homes yeah but with a camera and doing it as a fun be a part of my documentary movie yeah maybe that because it's a public yeah maybe that was new today People stand with their phones and and their cameras outside Logan Paul and David Dobrik's yeah. house and like, hey David, are you in there? Kind of, and it's like, it's it's fucking psychotic. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't ever go to to a YouTuber's home. That's, yeah, uh, no, that's don't do that. Super weird. Yeah. Um, but I, I I know there are people that are have tried to, you know, th- there's one YouTuber. He I think he did something like. He's become really big now, but he did something like, I'm going to try to appear in a David Dobrik vlog or something like that. Uh, and, you know, oh, but what about the Casey Neistat thing? That was a completely harmless thing. Okay. Where people did like, 
uh, vlogging like Casey or like doing this like Casey. And then they did like these tribute videos where they copy his style in like a really charming way. And then he would sometimes like pick one of them up and like show them in his channel. Yeah. No, that's that's uh, super harmless or like, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm saying uh, yeah. it. Super. I'm yeah. just saying that the- like there's, there's that it's a thing now to like try to get into someone's, you know, if, so, if someone already has a name and a forward yeah. movement to get into that like stream. There was one uh, YouTuber though that uh, from, not from the US, that actually made, you know, uh, uh, Casey Nice that par- parody. Like he was like, oh, my life is so easy, but, but it was like super hard and yeah. he was like exhausted and stuff. And he actually stayed outside Casey's office for a couple of days. Oh, really? But Casey actually took him in. Whoa. Uh, and, and like, um, you know, showed him the office and let him like, you know, shoot part of his video in his office. But what's that? Uh, what's a YouTube- and it's like, well, well, if it is a YouTuber with a couple of hundred thousand followers, you're like, well, that is some sort of, you know, recognition that this person isn't crazy. Like a green and mark check. Yeah, exactly. We're seeing this person is is seen in, in some yeah. way it's not it's not a crazy person that well, just knocks on your door that's a, but you, you i can, I, you I, can, still, you can I found that crazy. super super yeah. crazy but the thing is if you don't let him in you, you you're gonna look like a douche there's gonna there might be a viral video of you not letting yeah, that person you're gonna in. look like a douche uh, there was true. a youtuber that went to boogie's house uh one of these super controversial youtubers went to boogie whatever his name is and uh, boogie came out with a gun uh he's what? like he's like you leave 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 and this guy he was like filming the whole oh. thing and he was like oh why don't you come out you fat fuck <gasps> and, and stuff like that no. and in the end he came out with a gun i oh. thought i think he might have shot in the air or something like that and whoa. yeah there was uh, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah so like you know don't go to youtubers homes but definitely don't go to youtubers homes in america because you might actually get shot oh yeah exactly <laughs> things that would like, never happen in sweden number 2334 <laughs> yes. oh jesus um, crazy people all around yeah uh i was gonna say something about that what was it uh, i don't remember no yeah yeah next thing uh next thing is that we're finished for today and we are gonna be back uh next week with another podcast we're we're, we're done already yes. this was so quick yeah exactly i want to talk more about midsummer when are we going to talk <laughs> oh, more about yeah, midsummer t- t- tell me about it now um we need to have the midsummer music do you like the song Dave? i love this song are we gonna make a playlist or just put this on loop yes what are we gonna eat uh on midsummer t- tell us about the the traditional midsummer food in the mustard uh, mansion we're probably gonna eat uh, the uh, ox eye the vegan ox eye with tofu onions and tomatoes we're gonna have a bit of vegan uh, herring pickled pickled, uh, shiitake mushrooms two different kinds the mustard kind obviously with mustard and dill and the other one is with the seaweed caviar so so fake vegan caviar yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> nice. I think it's over soon. And we're gonna have uh, baby new potatoes. We're gonna have uh, crisp bread. We're gonna have what else? But strawberries, obviously yeah. strawberries. I don't know if we've heard anything that you've said. Oh really? <laughs> okay. 
it's out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a bunch of, if you didn't hear any of that, if you just had the beautiful song, we're going to have a bunch of yummy food. I'm going to be so full. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. Mm-mm. Lovely, guys. So happy yes. midsummer to everyone. Happy midsummer. Um, and see you. Well, we will see you next week, even though it's it's summer. We will, yes. will, will we keep putting a podcast during the summer, David? Have you of planned? Course. Of course. Every, every day, every week? Or will we take no, some kind of break? Probably not every week because we're hopefully going away. Yeah. So we're not going to record it then. <laughs> yes, we will have some holiday. Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Thank you all for watching. Yes. Back next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.